Welcome to Storm in the Field, the podcast that explores the exciting intersection of sports, fantasy football, gambling, maybe a little bit of music, and at the end of the day, anything I want to talk about. I'm your host, B.A. Storm. You never know what we're going to get into on our podcast here. Maybe a top 10 list, maybe the week's fantasy football rankings. Who knows? We may have a guest. It may just be me. We're just going to do what we do. So I hope you'll join us on this thrilling ride as we navigate the twists and turns of the mind of Storm. This is Storm in the Field, and we're ready to take on whatever comes our way. And welcome back to Storm in the Field. I'm Brian Allen. I'm your host, uh, also known as B.A. Storm. Uh, we'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, it's been a little over a month since we uh, dropped the teaser episode of Storm in the Field. And um, I was hoping to uh, to get one of these out about every couple of weeks. Um, so this one's about two and a half or three weeks late. Uh, it's been a crazy uh, few weeks at work, and I hadn't had a chance to uh, sit down and uh, get any recording done. Um, but I hope to get better, uh, still a rookie at this and, uh, I appreciate you being patient. I do want to give a big shout out to the three individuals who have listened to the teaser episode, uh, which kind of fell short of my expectations. I was hoping I'd have a few more listeners than that. I certainly shared it with some more folks, but Hey, the three of you, uh, who are out there who are listening and two of you who have subscribed to the podcast. Hey, I appreciate it and look forward to uh, interacting with you uh, as this, uh, this little adventure of mine uh, continues. But um, anyway, this is season one, episode one of storm in the field. And we're going to kick off today's episode with, uh, with some fun. I want to go back and look at the Cowboys draft and, uh, of course, those of you who don't know me, the uh, Dallas Cowboys are um, are my favorite football team. Win, lose, or draw. Uh, it goes way back to um, you know growing up uh, and and watching on Sunday afternoons with my granddad. Uh, he is diehard uh, Cowboys uh, through and through, and unfortunately, I I got that same gene, and so. Um, we've been happy in the good times and we've struggled through the bad, but the Cowboys are my team. So we're going to, we're going to go back and look at the Cowboys draft and, um, get, uh, get some, uh, hot sports opinions on, on the Cowboys draft, even though it's a, a little bit late. Uh, we're also going to take a look at, uh, take a look at my fantasy baseball team. Um, I'm not a, uh, I, I play and and probably enjoy fantasy football a lot better than uh, I do fantasy baseball, but uh, I do play. I have at least uh, one team every year, and this year I just have the one. I've been playing in this league for several years, and for some unknown reason, I have won the thing the last two of two of the last three years. Uh, so uh, I thought it would be interesting just to kind of follow my progress this year as we go through the season and through the first five weeks. Hey, knock on wood, I'm leading the thing, so things are kind of looking up. Uh, I've got a pretty strong pitching staff, and uh, my offense is is coming through for me right now. So knock on wood, uh, that continues, and we're going to look at that. But uh, before we get into any of that, you know, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast, uh, Storm in the Field, and, and my nickname, B.A. Storm. 
kind of kind of give you some background in, into that. Um, I wish it was a more interesting story, but I'm going to give you the boring facts and uh, and let you know why uh, why the uh, podcast is named Storm in the Field and why my nickname is BA Storm. So it goes. It's tied to fantasy sports, which we'll talk a lot about on this podcast. But if you go all the way back to when I first started playing uh, fantasy football with my brother and, and some of his buddies, um, we all uh, were looking for nicknames. And uh, the uh, limited uh, graphics that were available back in the 90s on a computer uh, you're talking about some bitmap images and old Microsoft Paint. Uh, and so what was available was pretty limited. So we all wanted a logo to go along with our name. And as I was looking through what was what was there, hey, I found a, a very, very rugged-looking cloud with a lightning bolt you know, in, in struck through it. And my initial thought was I was going to be the lightning and uh, that just didn't sound right, uh, so uh, uh, I kind of tossed it around in my head a little bit and came up with Storm. So my team was the Storm, and uh, at the time, uh, I was going to school in San Marcos, and uh, so I was the San Marcos Storm for just a brief moment. That was probably my last semester in in college, so I was the San Marcos Storm, and uh, played a couple of seasons of fantasy football with my my brother and his friends. Hey, and I fell in love with it. It, it, it made uh, watching NFL um, the other games, other than the Cowboys, uh, made it a lot of fun. You know, just following those players, and uh, so uh, I continued to, to to get interested in that. And before I knew it, I was I was in multiple leagues uh, and uh, started joining some ESPN uh, leagues. Well, in those old ESPN leagues, you, you had to have a name and you also had to have a location. Well, um, this is a couple of years later, so I'm no longer in San Marcos. And I've bounced around. I've started my, uh, my career and I've been in uh, a couple of different places. So my location kept changing. And uh, I wanted something that was a little bit more stable. Uh, so I just decided to use my initials, B.A., Brian Allen. Uh, started using my initials for my location. And then Storm was my fantasy football team. So my, my fantasy football team evolved into B.A. Storm. Um, so fast forward a little bit more. Uh, I start... Uh, uh, start working with uh, one of my best friends, Craig, and uh, when he found out I played fantasy sports, um, hey, he just started calling me Storm, uh, B.A. Storm, and uh, B.A. Storm uh, got shortened down to Storm, and then everybody in the office started calling me Storm, and then all of our extended friends started calling me Storm, hey, and before I knew it, um, hey, I started referring to myself as Storm. And really, uh, well, well, there was a lot of folks that we hung out with that probably didn't even know my real name. All they knew me was as Storm. Um, so uh, that's how I got my nickname. And uh, as uh, as the years went on, 
uh, you know, you, you kind of joke about things, you know, uh, things we would rather be doing other than our real jobs. And, you know, you, you kick around doing different things. And, and one of the things, uh, we always talked about doing was starting a sports bar and, uh, I, we were going to call it the storm cellar. And, you know, after, after me, I was going to run it. Another one of my buddies was going to, uh, uh, we were going to have a little microbrewery and, uh, we talked about, you know, somebody being the kind of the brewmaster and, um, somebody running the, the front and the, the, the restaurant part, somebody running the bar, but Hey, we were going to call the joint, the storm cellar. And, um, of course it was just kind of a pipe dream. But when we, uh, when I started thinking about doing this podcast, um, as I mentioned in the teaser, I wanted to call it the Storm Cellar, and I got to looking on uh, on uh, Apple Podcast, you know, for uh, for some ideas. Hey, and there were already a couple of Storm Cellar podcasts out there. One was a weather storm chaser type of a deal, uh, and and then there was another one I can't write, quite recall what the topic of it was it may be kind of like mine just a uh a, a mishmash trash podcast of a bunch of different stuff but anyway there was a couple of storm seller podcasts already out there so i started uh kicking around some different ideas and hey landed on storm in the field it's i wanted to, to incorporate something with sports because i'm a big sports fan and that's what we're going to talk about uh predominantly um, I think I mentioned that we're going to talk about some some other things, some music and some top 10 lists from time to time. But uh, anyway, that's kind of the uh, the brief history of B.A. Storm and the podcast Storm in the Field. And uh, like I said, unfortunately, it's it's not a uh, it's not a stellar story, uh, but it is what it is. And uh, we'll accept it and move on. Um, but. Anyway, we're going to get on with our uh, our uh, episode for today here in just a minute. And uh, when we come back, we will uh, get into the Cowboys draft. All righty, welcome back. Uh, as I mentioned, we're, we're about to get into the uh, the Cowboys draft for, uh, for this year. Uh, it's always interesting. Uh, I am not a huge – I love college football, and uh, I watch college football – but I don't get into the players uh, as much as some of my buddies do. Uh, I've got a buddy that uh, lives and breathes and dies by the uh, the combines and the uh, uh, lead up to the draft and following the college players. Hey, I I I I, I mean I, I I love college football. I watch I watch the games. I follow the teams. Um, I'm particularly interested in. And the hey the the point spreads and the the favorites and the overs and the unders and all that kind of stuff, but uh, the players I don't really watch very much. But hey, once uh, the draft gets here, I start getting uh, familiarized with some of the uh, the players coming out. I pay special attention to the Cowboys because they're my team. And uh, going into this draft, I knew we had some needs uh, and uh, some some positions to fill and. Uh, I, I looking back on the draft, I'm I'm feeling a lot better about it than than what I did as it was happening. Um, but you know, the, sometimes that's the case. You know, you get wrapped up into, um, you know, the anticipation of of your pick coming up, and um, 
you know, it kind of builds and builds and builds. And then once uh, the pick's made, it's like, really? That's what happened? Uh, but we're going to go pick by pick and uh, just kind of give you some thoughts of mine. And, of course, this is my opinion, uh, which uh, isn't worth a whole lot. You know, if it was, I would have more than three listeners uh, to my podcast, and I'd probably be uh, making money uh, doing this rather than just doing it to uh, to kill some time and to uh, give me a give me an outlet. But uh, as we were watching the first round, uh, you know, I knew we had some uh, some needs. Um, I knew we needed uh, needed a tight end. Um, it would have been uh, a very exciting to uh, see us uh, go after one of the uh, kind of the star-studded running backs uh, and whatnot. Hey, but we also needed some help um, with the offensive line and uh, to, to shore it up a little bit. Um, but as our, our pick came, we picked uh, number 26, um, the defensive tackle out of Michigan, Mozzie Smith. And at first glance, uh, I was a little let down. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the pick. Um, I'm accustomed to being disappointed in Cowboys draft picks, uh, just, uh, my history with them and, uh, and, and whatnot has, uh, never, uh, or it's, it's a lot more disappointing than it is exciting. I'll say that, uh, we've made some, we paid, made a few good picks, uh, through the years. Um, uh, but for the most part, it's kind of been a letdown. And I was afraid that Mozzie Smith was going to uh, be another one of those picks that uh, was just a letdown in my mind. Uh, but as I started reading and uh, and listening to some of the commentators, hey, uh, we needed a run stopper and uh, to compete in the division that we compete in, and also the conference. If you know, uh, you know, when we're up against the the Giants and the Eagles. And then eventually having to uh, face the 49ers, hey, we've got to have somebody that's going to stop the run. And uh, so defensive tackle, uh, shoring up that spot, hey, made a lot more sense. And then the next morning, after the first round was over, the next morning I was on Twitter and I saw uh, the reaction of some of our current players. Uh, and it was uh, it was exciting to see them so excited about this pick and uh, Dan Quinn our, our defensive coordinator um, certainly liked the pick and so I started feeling a lot better about uh, about the direction that we went in the first round second night came along and uh, hey we went after a tight end uh, again a Michigan kid uh, Luke Skewmaker and uh, hey pass catching tight end uh, could probably fit it right into our system uh, going to give Dak another another weapon, uh, so I think that that uh, that pick made a lot of sense to me uh, at that point. Our next pick was uh, the 90th overall pick. Uh, we went with a linebacker out of uh, the University of Texas, uh, which hey, I, I like drafting uh, Texas kids. Uh, Demarvion Overshone, uh, I think he's a former uh, defensive back that moved to to uh, linebacker, so. Um, a little bit undersized, uh, but um, I think he's got a lot of heart and uh, he can fly around the field. And so uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing him uh, seeing him play as well. 
then we went and uh, hey, we drafted a position that I feel like uh, we're pretty deep in already. Um, but uh, the Fajico uh, kid from San Jose State, uh, defensive end, um, he's going to give us some depth. And, uh, you know, when, when, when we have been able to rotate folks out and keep that defense fresh, it has sure helped us in the past, especially the past couple of years uh, under Dan Quinn's system. So uh, I, I can't argue with that pick. Um, at this point in the draft, though, I'm still a little concerned because we have not addressed our offensive line yet. And, uh, you know, we really, really needed, a, or in my opinion, needed a guard. And we have not uh, drafted a guard, and we've let some of the top guards kind of kind of slip by us. Uh, but at the 169th pick, uh, we finally picked a, an offensive lineman, uh, offensive tackle, Asim Richards, out of North Carolina. Got him with a cons- compensatory pick. Not the guard I was looking for. Uh, not uh, particularly even the offensive lineman I was looking for. Uh, hoping we have some upside there. Uh, I know that uh, that some of the commentators uh, were talking about uh, his body control and it is not uh, not developed uh, quite like they would like to have seen. And uh, the ability to sustain blocks uh, may be in question, uh, but hopefully we can get him in, uh, get him in the uh, uh, in the training facility, and maybe develop him a little bit, and uh, allow him to uh, to help us out. Next pick at 178 uh, was a cornerback out of Southern Mississippi, Eric Scott Jr. Uh, again, this was uh, kind of an underwhelming pick to me. Uh, until I started watching some of the uh, some of his highlights, see, I wasn't familiar with him. Uh, but uh, hey, big cornerback, uh, you know, big, long, um, some upside there, I think. You know, and uh, hoping uh, hoping we see some good things out of him. So um, he's a big cornerback, explosive. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to jump out there and help us out uh, immediately there in the in the defensive backfield. Uh, the most talked about pick probably uh, past the Mozzie Smith uh, deal was Deuce Vaughn. Of course, his dad, you know, with the Cowboys organization. Uh, but we took the Deuce Vaughn running back out of Kansas State at two twelve. A little bitty guy, uh, you know. Uh, talk about getting. Lost behind uh, the offensive lineman and 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 hard to tackle and hard to see and hard to find. Um, he's going to be exciting, you know. I think if we can get him to the ball in space, not necessarily just running out of the backfield, but uh, putting him on uh, some choice routes, maybe getting him one on one with some linebackers, uh, making the first guy miss, and then seeing what what can happen after that. Um, I'm hoping he can develop into. Uh, uh, you know, one of those uh, exciting players that is is probably not your lead back, not your featured guy, but a, a, a companion to uh, to your running game and a complement to what we already have uh, in in Tony Pollard. And so excited about watching him. And then our last pick of the draft was uh, Jalen Brooks, wide receiver out of South Carolina. 
Um, again, another another pick in uh, in a in a pretty deep position, uh, numbers wise, um, and hopefully uh, hopefully he can add to the talent pool there as well and uh, find his way on the field. Um, you know, signing uh, signing Brandon Cooks and having C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup in there. There's there's probably not going to be a lot of room, uh, but a little depth never hurt. And so that's how we rounded out our draft. So um, what started out as uh, as uh, uh, really hopeful and exciting, um, then kind of my roller coaster ride through those three days, uh, a little bit disappointed. Uh, and then uh, the more I started studying and looking, uh, hey, I'm I'm back to hopeful. You know, the the pendulum kind of swung, and I'm back to uh, to being excited about this this draft, uh, being excited about our team, and uh, excited about some things uh, moving forward. So, um, anyway, hey, again, that's my opinion. Uh, we'll see how my opinions and thoughts turn out over the next uh, year, and uh, maybe a couple of years for some of these guys. So um, if you have thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's at BA Storm is my personal Twitter. You can also follow the, uh, uh, the show, and uh, those, uh, those Twitter links are found in the show description. So, um, hey, give us a follow. Um, shoot us a message. Give us some feedback. I'd love to have, hear your thoughts on, on some of this stuff as well. And, uh, uh Get the debate going. That's what makes it fun. We're going to talk a little fantasy baseball next, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Storm in the Field. Uh, this is Brian, uh, your host, and uh, we're facing to get into just a little bit of fantasy baseball. We're not going to spend a lot of time here because this is going to be a, a regular segment for us to just check in on my team and see how we're doing. Um, again, I mentioned earlier, um, I just play in one fantasy baseball uh, league this year. Uh, I used to play in a whole lot, um, but uh, fantasy baseball is tough. It's a it's a everyday thing, you know. You can get by fantasy football, you know. It's you know one game a week for each team, and um, basically it's Thursday through Monday, so you're not talking about the entire week. Uh, and really, once you set your lineup, it's set for the weekend. Uh, there's not a lot of changing. Hey, fantasy baseball, if you're not changing uh, your lineup and, and getting it set every day, uh, you're not going to be very successful is what I've learned. So try to limit uh, my baseball playing uh, to just a few leagues. And like I say, this year I'm just in the one league. It's a hardball league. Um, I don't even know some of these guys. Uh, I do know uh, a couple that have played in the league and, and I've played – uh, with them for quite a few years, and as I mentioned, I've uh, I've somehow figured out how to win uh, the last uh, two of the last three years, and so we're going to try to make it three of the last four uh, this year. And uh, through five weeks, I'm I'm in first place. Uh, so it's a head-to-head league. You play a different team every week over the seven days. And uh, there's ten categories, and uh, you get a you get essentially a, a, a win for each category that you win. Uh, and uh, you know, on the offensive side, you have runs, home runs, RBIs, stolen bases, and batting average. 
And then on your pitchers, uh, with your pitchers on the pitching side, you have wins, saves, strikeouts, ERA, and then walks and hits per innings pitched. So those are your 10 categories. You get a, a, a win for each cumulative win that you get each, uh, each week in those categories. So after five weeks, I'm 32, 13, and 5. And um, as we're recording this, uh, I'm, I'm winning 5 to 4 this week so far. So uh, the, uh, the weeks run uh, Monday through Sunday. And uh, then each Sunday evening, once all the games have been played, you know, it gets tallied up and, and you have your, your results. So, uh, hey, I'm 32, 13, and 5 in first place. I'm up by two and a half games. But the swing on, on those, I mean, it's, it's wild, you know, how you can be up two or three games and, and then the next week you find yourself down two or three games. So it's, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. But, hey, we're going to run through my, uh, my lineup real quick. And uh, like I say, there's only eight teams in this league. So our, our lineups, uh, hey, they can get pretty stacked pretty easily. And uh, um, there's a lot of great players out there on the free agent market just because there's not a lot, there's not enough uh, roster spots uh, for eight, eight teams to, uh, uh, to load up on. So uh, you're going to hear some, some names on my roster and think, how in the heck did he get all those great players? Um, but hey, everybody's got that same number of great players on their team. But hey, looking at our pitchers, uh, you know my uh, my lead dog right now is Garrett Cole uh, with the Yankees. He's uh, he's my my number one guy. I also have uh, Shane Bieber uh, from the Guardians uh, in my in a starting role for me. I have uh, Joe Ryan uh, with the Twins, who's been pretty solid. Uh, I have uh, Jake DeGrom, who is on my uh, injured list right now, but hopefully he'll be coming back. Um, he's a Ranger, and uh, I love the Rangers uh, just like I love the Cowboys. Uh, we may get into that uh, maybe on the next episode, talk about the Rangers a little bit more. Uh, but then I also have Nathan Nivaldi, uh with the Rangers. Um Jay DeGrom and Nathan Navaldi, both uh, free agent pickups for us this year, and uh, excited to see them. I've, got, I've gotten to see uh, Jake DeGrom throw in, in, in person. Uh, we, my wife and I made it to a game uh, earlier in the season, and uh, he was fun to watch. Uh, pitching is where I, uh, I swap out. Uh, I've got a couple of other starting uh, slots, but I switch out and uh, – use the waiver wire quite a bit with the other two starting spots that helps me uh helps me load up on strikeouts and try to win at least that one position and if i can play it right uh get some strikeouts but also possibly get a win every now and then uh, so I, I swap out some starting pitchers from time to time um my relief pitchers hey i've got uh, uh ryan presley from the astros and then I have uh, uh, David Robertson from the Mets. And then I have uh, Paul Sewold uh, from the Mariners are my three relievers. And I usually just keep it to three relievers and uh, try to get closers as much as possible. I also have recently picked up uh, Will Smith from the Rangers. It looks like uh, Jose de la Clerc is, uh, is on the outs. 
so I grabbed up Will Smith to uh, to see if he could uh, maybe get me a few more saves uh, throughout the week, and uh, haven't had him long enough to uh, to really reap the benefits. But uh, uh, we're going to hang on to him a little bit longer. Again, a Texas Ranger, so I got to have some Rangers on my team. Hey, my offense uh, starting at catcher. I have Will Smith with the Dodgers. Uh, it's been pretty solid. At first base, I have Matt Olson uh, with the Braves. Second baseman, uh, Marcus Simeon with uh, your Texas Rangers. Uh, he has been rock solid for me at second base and uh, one of my favorite players right now. At third base, I have Bobby Witt Jr. with the Royals, another rock solid player. And then at shortstop, I have Xander Bogarts uh, with the Padres. Um, in my outfield, uh, Adolis Garcia from your Texas Rangers. Uh, I have uh, Ian Happ with the Cubs. I have Aaron Judge with the Yankees. Uh, I have Michael Harris, the second, from the Braves. He is starting in a utility role for me uh, right now and his. Uh, been kind of in and out of my lineup off my bench and into my lineup and then back to the bench. I have Byron Buxton from the twins. And then I have, uh, Nolan Arenado, uh, from the Cardinals who is, uh, uh, my backup third baseman, but also, uh, gets quite a few, uh, at bats throughout the week in, in a utility role too. And, and that's, that shows how, uh, how deep the league is, um, or how limited, uh, I guess, deep our lineups are uh, more than anything uh, when I have Nick Arenado uh, predominantly on my bench. But uh, anyway, that's my fantasy baseball team. I'm excited about the year. Um, I, uh, I've done a little bit of trash talking, which I hope doesn't come back and bite me in the butt, but um, it's uh, it's always fun to... Uh, uh, hey, I created a logo with a little uh, uh, storm and 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 then a championship trophy uh, kind of in there in the in the in the foreground, uh, just to let those other uh, owners know that hey, I am the defending champion and uh, the championship comes through me. Um, but uh, I hope uh, I hope me saying that out loud and 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 putting it on my logo there doesn't uh, doesn't come back and and karma get me, but. Um, anyway, that's what makes it fun. And, uh, even if I, uh, if I don't win it this year, it's been, it's been a good, uh, first, uh, five or six weeks and, uh, looking forward to, uh, to, uh, finishing out the season and, uh, having some fun with it. So, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be checking in on my fantasy team, uh, pretty regularly, uh, throughout the podcast and, uh, keeping up with things. So, uh, if you uh, have any comments on, on any of my players or my team, or uh, if I say somebody's uh, rock solid and you think they're dog crap, hey, let me know that too, uh, and uh, we can uh, we can get into a conversation or a debate or, or whatnot. But uh, it's all good and it's all fun. So anyway, we'll come back and uh, wrap up the show here uh, right after this. All right, welcome back. We're nearly out of time. I uh, wanted to uh, maybe get into a, a top 10 list to the, uh, this time around, but uh, like I said, uh, one of my uh, 
uh, one of my listeners has already told me, Hey, you need to keep this, uh, keep time in mind, you know, when you're making these podcasts. So I don't want to get these things too long and, uh, run people off. So, um, we're going to just wrap up here, uh, just with something real quick. I, I think I mentioned in the teaser that, uh, Hey, I've discovered chat GPT, uh, and, and Hey, it's fun. Just ask that thing questions and see what it comes up with. Uh, so, uh, this, this might, this might stir up some conversation, uh, with some of you, but I ask it, uh, ask the chat GPT, which is an artificial intelligence program. Um, you can ask it questions and, and, uh, or, or tell it to, uh, to create something and Hey, it'll do it. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing, but I, uh, I ask, uh, I ask the chat GPT, uh, to create the greatest baseball lineup of all time. So professional baseball lineup. And, uh, of course his first comment was putting together the greatest baseball lineup of all time is no easy task as there's been many incredible players throughout the sports long and storied history. However, based on statistical accomplishments, accolades and impact on the game, here is the possible lineup that, uh, that the chat GPT came up with. So, um, we're going to run through this and then wrap up the show. Um, but our greatest baseball lineup of all time, uh, batting first in left field, Ricky Henderson, uh, batting second in right field, Babe Ruth, batting third as a designated hitter, Ted Williams, uh, batting fourth at first base, Lou Gehrig, batting fifth in center field, Willie Mays, Batting sixth at second base, Rogers Hornsby. Batting seventh at third base, Mike Schmidt. Batting eighth at catcher, Johnny Bench. And batting ninth at shortstop, Ozzie Smith, who growing up was, even though he didn't play for the Rangers, was one of my favorite players of all time. Um, Your starting pitcher is Sandy Koufax. And your closer is Mariano Rivera. So that was uh, that's the greatest lineup of all time, according to Jet Ch- Chat GPT and uh, the artificial intelligence program that runs that. Hey, so uh, again, uh, love to hear your feedback on that. See where you may agree or disagree. I've got some thoughts on there. I mean, um, I think you could make an argument. Those are some dang good players right there, but. Um, Hey, there's there's some others out there who who I think could uh, could be interchanged pretty easily, uh, just based on on what they did for the game too. So uh, anyway, just something to think about, something to chew on, and uh, um, as we wrap up the show, uh, be sure that if you'd like, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, links are in the in the description, and um, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, hope to see you uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Um, there's, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, there may be a, a, a question or a quiz uh, when you when you wrap up. Uh, be sure that you uh, you give us some feedback there too on on how you like the show. So um, until next time, uh, take it easy, be good to each other, and we will see you soon. You've been listening to Storm in the Field. If you've enjoyed your time here with us today, you might consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter. The links are found in the description. I'd love to interact with you and get your feedback. Until next time, 
keep storming the field. Welcome home, Columbia. Beautiful, beautiful.